<laughs> All right. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking amazing. Uh, all right. Uh, is, and that, is that the Dylon? It is not. Wow. It, it is the other fashionably late gentleman. Sorry. I was working over and then I watched Mandalorian and didn't realize it was almost an hour long. <clears throat> it's okay. As, as, I have not watched this week's. I'm used to I'm used to it being 35 minutes. Yeah. Is is this week's good? Um, they take a detour. Uh, it's strange. They're setting up some kind of plots. Okay. The uh, the way the one, last one ended. Mm -hmm. This one ends with another brick on top of that wall. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it is. It is not a continuation. Um. <clears throat> No, the way last one, the last one ended, the last episode. Yeah, you know, with what she saw. Uh huh. If she's building a wall, uh -huh. she's got another brick. Okay. Because, but it's uh, it's not that we didn't pick up where that one started. Is what you're saying? Um, no, it does exactly oh, where, okay. it started, where where oh, okay. that ended. Okay. But uh, gotcha. You know, Din went into the waters, but so did she. Right. So that means whatever it means. Oh. Right. Well, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Yeah, and with her knowledge, because she saw something down there. Yes, she did. Which is, uh, if you can't have the sword... That would be the next best thing. Well, but she has the sword. She, she didn't no. give it back. No, Din, Din has it. He, he hooked it to his belt. She, there was like a close-up on his hand as he clicked it, and she's watching him. Huh. I don't remember her ever giving it back. Yeah, she gave it. It was after she got him out of the cage. Gotcha. But yeah, she wields it much better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, the 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 blacksmith said something. It's the weight of the people, the weight of the the responsibility, or something. Yeah, it's more the uh, connection to the kyber crystal inside of it. Mm. It's why uh, in Force Awakening, Awakens, when Finn picks up the lightsaber, he's all fumbly with it because. Yeah. It's not weightless. There is a extreme weight to them. Okay. But it's psychological. Gotcha. And it's something Bo has wrestled with in the past. Correct. So she's used to it. Uh, you know but, but if you need if you need a thing to rule your people and you can't get it. And then you see, suddenly see another thing that'll let you rule your people. Yeah. 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 Hey, you know, that's, that's pretty badass. I mean, I look, if it's another episode that has Katie sack off, I, I think she's uh, going to be pretty, um, 
stationary throughout this season. Good. Yeah, I think she's uh, she's a. I don't want to say permanent fixture, but she's going to be uh, an important uh, member of the cast this season. I am here for that. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's very much like the Last of Us uh, opener, where damn, where a cartoon slash video game creates connective tissue with a real live action thing. You know, Katie Sack, uh, uh, she played Bo-Katan in voice acting. Yep, and she gets to play her in real life because yep. for shits. They made it look like her. Yeah. Yeah. I am not going to lie. The intro scene to The Last of Us this week uh, made me cry. It was fantastic. I will say the rest of it felt like I was watching a playthrough. It's not to dismiss anyone's acting skills because it was, it was great, but it was beat for beat the game. They didn't really add anything to that part of the game because a there was no room to add anything, right? And every, and there was no room to take anything out. There right. was the original. There was an original alternate ending though that did not go the way that did. Um, in the video game, you no that they filmed. Oh, that they filmed. He let her die. I mean, what? No, uh, they're walking off at the end. Uh, she asks her question, he gives his answer, she says, okay, and then turns around and starts walking the other direction. Hmm. Well, that kind of leads into part two, where they're kind of at odds with each other. I have to say, his uh, uh, hospital rampage montage... Uh, I, I figured I'm watching it and I'm like, Chad's going to love this music. That was, that was great music. That was great cinematography. Um, you are we recording? I hate yeah, to be waiting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was, you could feel his emotion. You could, you understood where he was at in his headspace without a word being uttered. They have an excellent um, podcast that accompanies the show uh, from HBO that they basically talk is a recap, kind of like sit around. And Ashley Johnson was on this one. This is the only one I listened to, but Brad said he listens, listens to him. He, he really enjoys them. And he said she was on the last one, so I checked it out. Um, but they were talking about uh, uh, Pedro's ability to you know display emotion in scenes where you need to display rage in scenes where you need to but in this particular scene he had to display ambivalence the lack of any empathy and just go through and pull the trigger yeah. and it was they said it was hauntingly perfect <laughs> yeah it is i mean you it's could, it's it's like you're a real psychopath, dude. Congratulations. <laughs> I don't think I didn't see that. No, no, I mean that 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 
you could just dismantle people like that. Just he he had a goal, and those were those were steps in his way. Yep. He was he was heading going places. So that he did uh, he did give them a choice though. He did. Oh, where? Uh, before he, before, like immediately before his rampage. Oh, when he's looking at the sign and determining where the floor that she'd be operating on. And uh, yeah, and like and looking at the fire fire uh, alarm button that he never pulled, but he did in the game. But the uh, no the that he he was like just give her back to me. Yep, they had a choice. Yep. Yeah, even the scene how they cut with Marlene at the end in the garage. I mean, it was cut like right from the game. There is a, uh, I guess I saw a uh, viewer theory or fan theory or whatever that uh, there's a scene where he comes around a corner and there's a woman running down the hall and he doesn't shoot her. And there's a guy in like a nurse's station that kind of sticks out and shoots at him, mm-hmm. and he pegs that guy. Yep. Then the camera switches to the other end, and you see the girl run to the side. Yep. The the theory is that's Abby. And if you played part two, you know what I'm talking about. Huh. Abby is the antagonist in the second one. Is Abby Laura Laura Bailey? Um. She's voice acted by Laura Bailey. Correct. Okay. But Laura Bailey was a nurse in the operating room. Right. Yeah. I didn't catch that one. I did not catch that when I watched it. Yep. I know those eyes. Yeah. I looking at screenshots, I'm like, oh, yeah, duh. But I wasn't watching her. I was watching. Uh, him and uh, Ellie in that scene. Yeah, I, w- I was very much in the in his mindset. The the everything else in the room was dismissible. Yep. That is yeah. what it's like to live with a singular focus. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess like you know, looking at at his actions and, and looking at the story of that character that they told. He didn't react fast enough and his daughter died. He, in his mind, failed to protect his lady. Mm-hmm. He, he has time and time and time again well see that's the thing time didn't do it that was the best part of the whole episode in my mind what do you mean when she said uh when he said uh he was the shooter that missed yeah and uh um after sarah died he didn't really want to go on Yep, and he didn't know how to go on, and she said, "Time heals all wounds." And he goes, "It wasn't time that did it." And he's looking at her. 
Oh no, no, I get he needed that he needed he needed to let someone else in again. Right. But the fact and that as as close as he was with Test, that was not somebody he let in. No. But the fact that that he had tried to do the right thing he, these other times and he had failed. I think I think in this character, this Joel uh, in the live action you kind of got a he says uh to her after she says I tried to save Sam and he says it's probably more difficult than that. He knows where the cordyceps live. He knows what they do to your body. Yep. He's talk trying to tell her we can leave now, we can turn around. He I think he knows what's going to happen. Or he, he has a he has an idea. He has a sinking suspicion, let's say. Right. And I still go back to the fact that if she would have lied when he woke up and placated him for Marlene. Yeah. For well, some still, time. He'd still wanna, if she would have kept him busy, it'd be fine. Mm -hmm. They'd have to kill him, but it would have been yeah. fine. Yeah. They decided to go the truth route. And yeah, that's a that's another thing. Uh, the truth route. Um, in on the podcast, they mentioned that uh, uh, Ashley's character uh, Anna, I think the mom's name was, yeah. said yeah. she cut the cord before she was bit. Mm -hmm. Lie. Yep. And. The fireflies don't need her. There's plenty of other infected. Lie. Yep. Ellie's story literally begins and ends in episode in season one with a lie. Yep. So. Yep. It's no wonder the poor kid's not in a good place. Yeah. It makes me kind of want to get The Last of Us and play it. From watching playthroughs, it's very. It, uh, aside from the cutscenes, it's very much a, you know, apocalypse survival game. Uh, you're crafting Molotov cocktails and and putting together, you know, better s scopes and shit for your guns. It's. It just seems like that. Okay. Different mechanics for for hiding from. From uh, zombies that uh, can't see but can hear now. Right. So yeah, it's 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 the cutscenes that make it the the story that is uh, touch so many people. I think. Yeah. But it's just it's another example. I think we've said it before. Uh, on the podcast that there's better stories being told outside of movies. Yeah. That, that are very much cinema in their own respect. Yes, absolutely. Very much so. I mean, I, I mean, people the, need to not stop looking down their noses at, at, uh, and I don't think they are not to, not to say you know, people are, but, the movie industry is. 
by and large, people are uh, um, just reacting to this series like, oh my God, this is awesome. But had no idea it was a video game. Right. I mean, if you look at the way uh, the movie industry as a whole has reacted to streaming and video games and and all these other things that have like decimated their industry uh they have no one to blame for their their failure but themselves i mean you you look at a streaming service or you look at a video game and these people are are taking these just amazing stories and crafting an experience for people like movies used to do that Mm -hmm. and we got complacent and went the safe route with everything from the big studios because they're afraid to lose money well there's been enough of them that were done so poorly well, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't see it, but I heard, you know, like Assassin's Creed was pretty bad. Uh, Resident Evil was a completely different uh, movie compared to the video game, wasn't it? Uh, yes, but uh, like it, it, I mean, it established like a nine movie franchise. Uh, and true, it, it made their money, and I like. I, I will happily admit that uh, those were a guilty pleasure of mine. Uh, I just like Mila Jovanovich, so, yeah. I mean, she's, the movies... I don't think anyone would say that the movies are like highbrow cinema, but as we've said on this podcast before, not everything has to be fucking Citizen Kane. Yeah, and I mean, it is well known that I like trash. Listen, man, I watch shit on freebie, so... Well, okay, that's that's true. That's... I think it's well established that I enjoy trash, too. Though, did I talk about the Y-Files last week? No. Okay, so... The Y-Files? The Y-Files. It's this podcast uh it's available on youtube spotify um this guy i think i talked about it it's this guy like you start the episode and he tells yes. you yes yeah, okay yes you have, yeah. t- you have yeah. talked about that okay so i listened to a couple this week that were some of his more long form like 40 plus minute episodes um this guy has like not just great storytelling chops but man his research ability is unbelievable like he did this deep dive into the man from Corrid. i don't know if anyone's ever heard of this I'm gonna take the mm. silence to say no uh so this guy in the 50s Apparently, the the story goes that he showed up at an airport 
in the 50s with a like completely legit passport everything is everything is on the up and up except the country is torrid t a u r e d what is that oh. okay there, there is no country called torrid that's his passport that's his passport okay so there are concerns raised at the airport you know trying to use his passport and he begrudgingly goes with the the people to you know get this sorted out uh they ask him to point it out on a map and he points at the small country of andorra between spain and france uh when you know that they pull out his wallet he has money like legit printed cash from torrid along with money from other countries like it's it's a, a legit on the up and up so they put him in a hotel at the airport overnight so that they can you know try and get this sorted out and overnight he disappears out of the room like they have guards outside his room he just vanishes in the middle of the night and then like it's it's an urban legend it's easily proved that the the story is like an amalgamation of of multiple other stories and whatnot but he uses this to then launch into a talk about the the philosophy of the multiverse as a legit uh cosmological physics type of theory like it was mind-blowing the way he crafted everything to go on and on and use it as a vehicle to talk about some very heady science topics that like the average person is not going to sit down and, and listen to a podcast about multiversal theory and cosmology. Like that's just not something, you know, normal humans are going to do. I do, but I'm weird. And I, I readily admit that. I, I was going to let you do it first. Cause you know why I, I do. So I'm, finding that this guy is quickly becoming one of my favorite podcasts to listen to not because I believe the, the conspiracy theories or anything like that makes you think a little, it is very interesting. Like some of the conspiracies that he, he covers are pretty interesting. Um, some of the urban legends that he talks about are things I've never heard of. Some of it gives me great story ideas for D and D sessions. Um, some of them make me think that Ray is stolen from this podcast for D and D. Huh? What? I've never listened to it. What, what, what did I steal? Uh, our current situation. Really? <laughs> it well. feels, it feels very much like a mashup of the man from Torrid urban legend and the man who spent a year in 3906. Well, 
it's very much a fever dream. I woke up with an idea and jotted it down that morning. Okay. So, but, uh, yeah, it's like, and tonight can go quickly or it can go insane. Sweet. It's been, uh, like I am, I'm loving this guy's, this guy's storytelling and his use of these urban legends to talk about very heady scientific topics. So if you play a sentinel on Orcus Forge, does the world blow up? <laughs> One would hope. No, nope, just two sentinels. I hate that fucking location. I don't mind it. Makes me want to uh, play Ronin, but uh, I don't mind it. If I had Master Mold, I'd play Ronin. Yeah, well, welcome to the game that releases new cards that no one gets to play with. But uh, yeah, so uh, I, I'm going to go and say again, check out the Y files. He covers everything from the Shadow Watchers in Big Sur, uh, California, which are an urban legend that go back like 250 years to like pretty relevant, like pop culture-ish type of stuff. He covered the Circleville letters from Circleville, Ohio, if anybody knows that story. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's I I am I am true. So is, is he like the next level X Files? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I, I would have had to have watched the X Files, sir. Oh. Okay. Is this where you say you're disappointed in me? No. Okay. I was going to say, I'm sorry, Dad. I, I just couldn't get into it. Oh, I watched the X-Files. Sorry. Hate to disappoint you. I don't. I, that's one of the things that I love about uh, sci-fi fantasy culture. Like, there's something for everyone. I do. I don't enjoy it, but I'm glad that someone really did because they had something to enjoy. I mean, Mr. Bookman is a huge fan of uh, Hellraisers. Yeah, um, I am not. That is that is not my type of creature feature horror. See, every time you say Hellraiser, I hear Hellblazer. And I'm like, who wouldn't love that? Oh, never mind. Well, uh, I, it, that actually is surprising to me, Chad, because it's it's a little cerebral. It is. It's funny because it is a little cerebral and it is a lot religious. It's a little cerebral, a lot religious, and a touch of murder porn. And I, it's just... It is not a, a I've watched them, but I'm not, they're, they're not my thing. Have, have you, uh, have you by chance seen the most recent one? I have not. I want to, because I've heard, I haven't heard any reviews about the story, but I have heard nothing 
but glowing reviews about the special effects and practical effects makeup. So, yes, uh, I mean, it, the story, like the story wasn't anything wildly new. Um, it, it, I mean, it, it did have minor kind of unexpected sort of things, but okay. uh, I mean, it was, it was fairly standard fare with a, with a rich guy. Okay. And Pinhead is a lady in this one. Is that correct? Uh, I believe that actor is trans. Oh, very cool. I, I believe. You know what? Again, you said Hellraiser. Yeah. And I don't know why I was thinking <laughs> of Night Nightbreed. Okay. Okay, that's a Clive Barker. That is a different. That's what I was thinking of murder porn. Sorry. No, that's a different. That is a. I mean, it's there's a there's a kind of erotic nature to everything he writes. That's just yeah. how he. That's just how he writes. Maybe that's why I like it. Because it's a little bit filthy. It's a little bit rock and roll. Maybe what? a little bit. Um, but the the story was the story was pretty good. Okay. It, uh, it, 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 they went a, a kind of a different direction with the puzzle box as well and what it took to unlock it. Okay. So, eh. may not be your thing, but I mean, I, I, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Okay. But I mean, I, the, the only one that, uh, sticks in my mind is the, uh, one where they have the little, I'm going to guess autistic girl solving the puzzle and the Cenobites show up and he's like, it isn't hands that call us. It's desire. And they go after the dude that orchestrated her finding it. Oh man. I thought that was cool. That is, I can't remember if that, I can't remember. It's an older one. That might've been the second one. Yeah, there was a, a weird interconnected nature to the early movies. That it, it didn't make a ton of sense. Okay. So did anybody else watch the uh, Chris Rock Netflix special? I had no desire I to. I did. I did, and I just wish he'd stop yelling. I wish he'd I just enjoyed. talk and tell the jokes, because I I, I, I laughed. I, I I thought it was pretty good, but yeah, just his his uh, just the way he speaks is barking, uh, mm -hmm. drives me insane sometimes. I will say, the consistent veiled but not veiled shots at will smith throughout the entire night oh my god there was no veil to that at all no no the, for the first like 40 minutes there's you know he's talking about will smith but he never says will smith i don't need another rapper fist <laughs> Right. He says that about about uh, Snoop Dogg, and he says, <laughs> oh, God, it was funny. Yeah. And then, like, I was like, oh, so that's, like, as we're 
you know, I'm getting to the end. I know I'm getting to the end. Those are the shots at Smith. Nope. <laughs> nope. That ending piece on Will Smith was comedy perfection. Like that to me felt like vintage Chris Rock. <clears throat> he's talking about her I- interviewing him yes oh god i was like damn ow i didn't know that part of it oh yeah yeah say so, yeah, i didn't when he slapped him i didn't know there was any drama in the smith house i didn't care right like i knew that there was drama i did not realize it was a friend of Jaden's that she was banging that was new information. Yeah. But I I knew, you know, that she had cheated and that they had done this like weird televised interview where she's interviewing him about her cheating. I was like, what the who the fuck would do that? Goddamn cuck, that's who. No, 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 no. no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, is that a no? Yeah. That's no. Okay. No, to to quote to quote Chris Rock, a bitch. Oh, well but that's well, I mean that that's cool, but no, not Dylan, that's a that's a terms of service thing. Seems weird. Uh it was an updated thing, they added that and a bunch of other things. We talked about it. Yeah. Like before I got here. Uh, no. no, when it oh. happened. This was like a, a year ago. It's it's a it's I have to say the word uh, it's it's not it's a practice some people we don't have to talk about take willingly not even go down that road yep it's it's a there are willing participants in this participants in this yeah not all of them it's not necessarily an insult to everyone yeah i mean not saying it's for me but whatever yeah i the the rabbit holes you go down when you're like well i i mean i guess like what are what what's the what's what's the story on this and then you realize oh well this this is a borderline lifestyle okay well i mean you know if that's what you want to do. It's no, it, no one can tell another person what they should find exciting. No, no. And for some people watching someone Yep. I, I can't, you can't address it without addressing it. Sorry. So right. I'll just stay away from it. Yep. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it does it for some people. Well, alternatively, you could just have one person who's willing to do anything to keep his family together. There There's you go. That. There is that. That is but the, ultimately still that is a choice. That is the narrative I want to believe. 
And then there's other people who don't really put a lot of uh, value on monogamy. There is that. Some people think it is a, uh, uh, it's not really uh, fitting to human nature in, in, in whole. People. Uh, which, I'm sorry, which hole? People's feelings, people's feelings change over, over time. So basically uh, tying someone to someone else for extended length of time doesn't work for everybody. Well, that is true. I will, I mean, I will it's kind of the Nick Cannon method. <laughs> as long as you can pay for them. Got to have three buns in the oven at all times. I thought his method was just throw a bunch at the wall and see what impregnates. Oh, shit. That's Mariah Carey's husband, right? X. Or X husband. Okay. I mean, I, I can't keep them, keep them all straight. I, 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 I mean, the, the, it, there is a, if nothing else, there is one thing that you can say about him. He is potent. Barry. Do you ever worry he'll run out of names? I mean, you can just... There's a, there's a, there's a, like there's a joke about a group of people there, but I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. I have a kid with a weird name, so I won't say anything. I think all of us do? Yeah. Yeah. All of us have all of us has a, have atypical names for children. Our kids what? will never find their name on a keychain at Cedar Point. Yeah, uh, they only do because they'll just have them all custom made by that point. But true, you'll you'll say it uh, at the kiosk, and it'll come. They'll pay for it at the counter. One of one of mine will find his on a keychain. Is fucking sex in the city. If you weren't such a fan, man. <laughs> That's not where I got the name from. I'm here to tell you, I got uh, Darby's name from a baby name book that I owned long before we ever considered having kids because it's something handy to have when you write stories and come up with character names indeed and that and would have been pre-internet really yes yeah so did yeah that's that's the kind of abs absolutely makes sense yeah it was uh i bought that book in early 90s So. Yeah. Yeah, we heard uh, Aiden on the ring and looked up the meaning behind it, thought it was cool, and went with it. I couldn't even tell you 
Like I know Sarah Jessica Parker is in Sex in the City. Um, I don't think I could name another actress or actor in the show. And the character name Aiden is the only character from the show. People ask me why I was okay with letting my wife name my kid after uh, Sex in the City. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's the ring, man. I mean, I got my name right before 90210 came out. And then everybody was like, oh, because no, I'm older than that. Yeah. So you're aware of who Amanda Knox is, right? Name sounds familiar. She was the one that was accused of killing her roommate on. Oh, yeah. 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 So I follow her on Twitter because apparently she's pretty funny. And uh, there was she like quote tweeted an article about somebody saying that they hated their study abroad. She's like, girl, what are you talking about? Studying abroad is awesome. Wow. Just being trapped in a prison for however many years sucks while you're on trial. That part sucks. She didn't do it. Which was even worse, but yeah. Did they find who did it? Yeah, they did. Okay. That's kind of the reason that she got out because they found out that like somebody they suspected that they didn't really investigate because they're lazy um, actually did do it. And then they tracked her down and everything else. Oh. So, yeah. Interesting. Yep. Who'd have thought? But he was actually telling the truth. Crime gonna crime. Fair enough. All right. So what? Uh, what do we all covered? Uh, Last of Us. Okay. Talked about Last of Us, and we kind of talked uh, in code about Man- uh, Mandalorian. Okay, I still haven't started it. I'll probably get to it this weekend. So what, just two episodes out, right? Three. Three. Oh, okay. Is this week three today, or was there? Yeah, a, uh, week three uh, is today. It's it's the sweet spot for the Dylan. Hmm. He likes finally the third episode part where. I can watch one, and I'm like, cool, that was good. I want to watch a second one. And then... Oh, that didn't turn me off. Let's watch another. (laughs) So, Dylan, have you made it any farther in in Riverdale? Because I I really want to talk about... Into season five, I'm like five or six episodes in. Okay. So the time jump has happened. Okay. Um, they're all back, like, hanging out in the snake's bar, trying to figure out what everybody's been doing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and then it gets super fun. I don't... It gets super fun when... Uh, you should be far enough in. Um, I don't know if you've seen his PTSD yet. Because he gets for his dick. He gets PTSD before he gets superpowers. So, 
there's that. No, I mean, they show him like what he was serving, but they haven't gotten like. The oh, line. yeah. No, like it, it is super dark when they finally cover what happened. Yeah. Uh, at the end of uh, that's in like the back half of season five. Like they they cover what happened and some of the ramifications of it and how that has just fucked with him since. Okay. Did he have to hide a watch up his ass? Or? Uh, he was a commanding officer, and uh, he came back with one testicle. Uh, subordinate. Oh. He did not maintain his unit. Um, yeah. Okay. So he's going to save all the kids in Riverdale to make up for it? It's looking that way. Is this, is this Jughead or Archie? Uh, Archie? It's Archie. Jughead is a tortured writer. They really fucked that up. No, it's, yeah. it's so... I didn't know Jughead could read, let alone write. Yeah, it's it's so bizarre. Just the the direction they've gone with some of this is very uh, very Twin Peaks. Yeah, Twin Dude. Peaks was weird. Like hey, when Jerry. I finally got around to watching it, I thought I was confusing it with um, one of the other weird ones that ends with the snow globe and. I was like, oh, well, how is this going to tie to that in? And I'm like, oh, this is a whole other show. It's not even the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I was not old enough to give a shit about Twin Peaks when it came out originally. don't remember Twin Peaks. I got interested when they were talking about the, the revival season and... Uh, how Showtime was like bending over backward to suck off David Lynch and let him do whatever the fuck he wanted. And so he's like, cool, we're doing a, uh, a season. It'll be 20 weeks long. On that, Showtime? Yes. And they fire 18 weeks or 20 weeks. Like he told them how, how many episodes it was going to be, how long the season was going to be. And it was going to be consecutive weeks with no breaks. And they're like, okay. The fuck? Yeah, they they like they let they gave him everything he wanted. Uh, he had like there was one budgetary thing that I I seem to remember reading about him like uh, like th throwing a fit and threatening to walk, and they gave him that, and so he made his he made his uh, his like thirty year later series. I mean. I, I love the episode of Psych where they spoofed the Twin Peaks. That was one of my favorite episodes. I don't know if anyone ever watched Psych. I, did. I love that. I watched a little bit of it, but I wouldn't have known they were spoofing to, uh, Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. They absolutely did. It was freaking ridiculous. So has anybody uh, 
read the internet uh, like theory that uh, all of Jordan's Jordan Peele's movies are, are like an interconnected universe. I think I've seen something about that. I don't think I have. Like, it wouldn't surprise, it wouldn't surprise me. me. Yeah, there was yes. no, there was nothing in there that was like, oh well, this doesn't seem right. Like, but I've. Mm, have I only seen one? I don't know. Uh, there's, there's Lost, like four. Get Out, and No. Nope. But, okay, so there's three. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I saw Get Out. Us was like on my list to watch, and I really wanted to see Nope. Us was just, I heard it was good, but I didn't actually like. Nope is amazing. Nope, I really wanted to see. Like, I'm just... It's on Peacock. Yeah. Peacock? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I definitely made yeah. a note the last time I was flipping through Peacock, and I just wasn't watching it on my account, so it was... And um, us, you might be able to find us on HBO. Yes, I believe it Probably. is. Because that is, that is where I, I watch that with the kids. Because that's what we really? do. Yeah. Huh. That well, did not strike me as a film that your children would have been interested. In. Uh, yeah, they're like the, the girls are into all sorts of that stuff, uh, and the boy just has uh, he's got he's got genuine thoughts about uh, Ghostface. He will he will give you his opinion on Ghostface. Oh, from the Scream series, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because when the little shit decides he's not going to go to bed, I, I'm not going to stop watching. Like, I'm not going to... I will not turn something off because it's violent or horror because the kid doesn't want to go to bed. And then if, if like, sexy time comes up on screen, I just throw a hand over his eyes. That's what we do. Sure. Now he's, he's turning out all right, I think. I mean, I don't want to talk about that thing that he did last 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 <laughs> week. I, I I really don't because uh, I feel like you know, twenty years from now maybe he'll come back and listen to one of these, and uh, it'll it'll just it'll be the one where I'm telling one of the embarrassing stories about him, and I don't want it to be that story. No, no. I made to choose from. I know. I think so, Captain Cake Penis is a, is a better Cake Penis. Story? Uh, I mean, kind of because he was younger. Okay. There, there was less agency there. Uh, like the thing last week, like he was just crying his eyes out because he had done the thing. Like just bawling because he, he knew he was going to be in trouble. Okay, but he, but he did it. Uh huh. And it wasn't like I was like, so was it an accident? No. I'm like, I don't. How does this happen? So yeah. Okay. And that's yep. Yep. I mean, listen, I I've got a vault of embarrassing stories about my kids that I will never talk about on air. But 
I think I think we all do. We've got the embarrassing stories that we will talk about and the embarrassing stories that we probably won't. Yeah. Yeah. And all based on whether or not we look bad in that story. <laughs> That's any story. Was this a parenting issue or was this a, no, it was the children's fault. I can think of a couple that were. I blame it on who raised them. My yeah. parents. Yeah. I mean, that that one time I let the one kid stone the other kid to prove a point <laughs> was, that. was maybe <laughs> maybe not a good parenting decision. That was a low, low point. It was uh, wildly out of hand there. You were like, hmm, well, better double down. No blood. Keep going. Well, it, it was, I didn't expect her to go for it. How would you feel if your sister threw a rock at you? Well, I mean, that would be fair. I threw one at her. Why are you why are you yeah, trying to be reasonable yeah. here? It's like, all right, well, I mean, you said you thought it'd be fair, so I guess we're doing this. Jesus. So just hold this pillow over your face. See? Good parenting. Uh, I knew I knew to avoid the face. Uh-huh. You know, safety second. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, and then it turned out I had nothing to be concerned about anyways, because the, the throw was almost backwards. Where the TV is though, should be concerned. Uh, it was not hard. Uh, like it, it moved forward, but it didn't look like it wanted to. So when it made contact, it, it was like trying to avoid making, it was so weird. I've never seen someone throw so weakly. Well, it's hard to throw at a mirror. Um, I mean, I guess we have time for you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Just seems uh, odd that you'd want to take a break for that, but have yeah. at it. Would you like to get somebody else to do it, maybe? I mean, that's always preferable, isn't it? Right up until it's somebody who got in the house that I didn't invite in. <laughs> I mean, uh, how long's it been? Too dark? Eh. Uh, no, it's not too dark. Okay. But it's it's not an answer that's going to lend itself to what you're to the direction that you're going. Oh, yeah. Well, must be nice. Things have been all right. Good. Well, hey, some positive news on the podcast. Woo! When it was all hookers. Yeah, it's true. I mean, and then uh, tomorrow will be three weeks. Sweet. Good on you. I like how it was the day after a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, technically, sometimes you, technically, you need to have strength to get through. Technically, it was Friday. 
Oh, okay. Because you were still going after midnight? Well, I mean, I was still going after midnight, uh, but Thursday night, um, I finished off a bottle of uh, Fireball. Ah. You know, that is one of the uh, the downs to your change in... What's that? I have a dozen of those little one-shot bottles of Fireball. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'll just give these to Bookman next time I see him. No, I won't. I mean, I'm, I don't know if this is going to end up being a forever thing, but it, it's a um, need, it, it definitely is a needs-to-be-right-now thing. That's fine. I mean, I'm just saying, like... I, I am hopefully going to see you in the near future. I'm not just going to like, you know, walk up and say, Hey man, here you go. That'd be weird. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've communicated what you are doing. So, you know, that, that would be a dick move. And I'm I'm a dick to some people, but I try not to be a dick to my friends. Try. I try. I fail a lot, but I try. Yeah. Can't Being fail if you each other is kind of what we, we go for. You can't fail if you don't try. Well, there is that. Is that But I think that's the counter argument to a fear of failure. Yeah. I mean, technically, if you don't try on a test, you still fail. So. Well, okay, there is that. So it does. It doesn't work in every situation. True. They're cliches for a reason. Uh, yeah. So I have I have genuinely uh, found my uh, well more often than not lately uh, the desire to play video games again. Oh yeah. Yeah, because for a while there, no nothing did just didn't give a shit. Okay. So uh, yeah, so I've got. Uh, I don't know. I've got a bunch of hours dumped into a game I'm not going to talk about. Um, which might make it obvious which game that is. Um, and uh, Outriders was one of the like free PS Plus games. Yeah. Uh, and it was one that I had wanted to... I had played a demo last year when it first came out. And, uh, like, it, it looked all right, played all right, story made absolutely no sense. Um, yeah, right up your alley. Yeah, uh, so I, I, I was like, I, I, I really want to try this out. And, uh, like, the gun, like, the gunplay in combat is fantastic. The story is just absolute nonsense. Um, uh, it's, I, it's, like a, there's a narrative in there somewhere struggling to get out oh. um, 
but uh it, like the the firefight mechanics uh and just uh the different classes and the way things work together uh I, I found it to be quite an enjoyable experience there's a weird there's a weird shift in difficulty though uh between like when you're fighting through an area and dealing with the waves of enemies that you have to deal with you will often end up feeling like a like a superhero uh and then mm. yeah and then you face the boss and it's like where's the kryptonite because uh the bosses feel ridiculously overpowered compared to what you can do hmm. uh and th th this is not a thing that happens often there were multiple like there were multiple encounters that i had to do a bunch of times and start fiddling with the difficulty to get past interesting And then there's the uh, there's the new game from the makers of the Yakuza series. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, so working on that back tattoo. Yes. Uh, someday. Uh, but this is a this is a remake of a game that they released in like 2013 only in Japan. Um, that is, it's filled with like all of the characters from the Yakuza game. But they're all recast as historical figures because it's set in uh, like the 19th century. So you've got samurai and you've got uh, you've got handguns. Okay. Like because those are things that existed at the same time. And so uh, and and. It is a tale of of betrayal and revenge, and uh, but one of the one of the fighting styles, because as is typical with this series, you have a variety of fighting styles. Uh, one of the fighting styles is pistol and sword. It's fast, but not particularly strong. Uh, yeah, I just enjoy it. I go off on rants like this sometimes. I don't know. But yeah, so I've been enjoying playing video games again. Sweet. Looking forward to Dead Island 2 in April. I thought there was already Dead Island 2. Uh, they made they made another Dead Island, but they didn't make Dead Island Two, and then Dead Island Two that was in development with the original company it went kaput, and then the company closed up, uh, and so some other company bought the rights and property and made it made it a new game, mostly I guess from the ground up. Hmm. Uh, the one indictment that I read was that the it is not as open world, mm. which isn't necessarily a buy. I don't need every game to be open world. I mean, I prefer open. No, I I like a game that's open world, but sometimes sometimes I like to be guided. Like I like to know where I'm going. 
most of that's going to depend on the series. Yeah. But... Although, I mean, we've had open world. I, I, now that now that we're talking about it, like we've had open world as far back as as the NES. Yes. I mean, the first, I mean, the, the first Final Fantasy, no, uh, the I, Legend of Zelda. Um, Zelda's never been an open world game. Because it's something you unlock, which is arguably guided. You have to get this thing to be able to lift this rock and this sword to be able to cut down this tree to open up the next area. I don't know. I mean, it's open world at the end. But I mean, I would, I, I would, I wouldn't call that open world. Fallout, I'd call that open world. You can walk right into the end boss's area practically and get mushed if you want. Well, there is, yeah, that's that's absolutely true. You can't, you can't do that with Zelda. You make a fair point. World of Warcraft was was open world, but there yeah. were still elements of lock in a lot of elements of lock. World of Warcraft. Uh, some were yeah quest go here, but you can walk from underworld all the way to, you know, freaking alliance areas and get just brutalized. Hell, you can walk from uh, Ogremar right down to uh, that freaking port city down there and just get wrecked. And it's just two areas away. Hell, you can get there through the shortcut along the coast. Yeah. So... not always safe it's pretty well guided especially like the first five levels say i think even more so now yeah cataclysm really just felt like it narrowed the areas you could go to the little i played of it i mean the the barons never felt more unwelcoming <laughs> they were just tore up and broke into two or three areas and each one was these tiny little ecosystems and you know, where's my big open plains and where the fuck am I supposed to go and where's that dude's wife yeah that's World of Warcraft to me Is yeah. just walking for 20 minutes in the wrong direction, convinced this is the right direction because there's no guides on your map. There's no guides in the game. You know, it's just, is it over here? Just walking the perimeter of a zone looking for something. Yeah, I remember trying to find the blood feather area when... Oh, God, that was a pain in the ass. Yeah, back when that was... Uh... Uh, right there past the where his wife was, right? 
Uh, was it the northwest area where Serena and them were? Wait, the blood. You're talking about where you had to put the feathers on, on the uh, raptor's nest to have them go after somebody else? Or are you talking about another quest? I don't think that was the same snow. Okay, that's not what Bloodfeather was then. Uh, let's think of something else. No, there was the harpies and the... Oh, North that area. West. Fuck that thing. Yeah. 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 I remember grinding on the... Uh, they look like ostriches or whatever, the dinosaur-looking ostrich thing. Yeah, yeah. Plane Strider. Grinding on those to a get another level so I can try that quest again and level my leather, uh, my skinning. Yeah. Just killing those things over and over and over because every time I tried to do that freaking quest, I'd get uh, harassed by these things too much to live through it. Yep. That's one thing I hated about the Torin uh, starting area was the harpies. I just hated them. I could see that. And it was a pain in the ass to wait for the elevator every damn time. <laughs> I, yeah. I just want to walk into the fucking town. I mean, it was cool that you're up on this bluff, and the first time you fall off is funny, but <laughs> it's still. Come on. I don't know what you're talking about, man. You never fell off Thunder Bluff? I don't know what you're talking about, man. Uh-huh. Well, you can't fall off it now. Really? Nope. That's dumb. Just summon your mount. That's or turn it dumb. turn into a bird. I never fall off anything anymore. Oh, there's that. That was that was I loved my hunter that I got to you know I got him up as high as he would go at the time. And I was using him to solo stuff. I got him up to engineering as high as I could. I got both. There were two planes, right? Two, two flying things you made, right? There was a, there was a first one and then there was a faster one, right? Yeah. There was the two planes. There was, the I made a, made a board. chopper. Yeah. I, I, did all that had the little uh in Northrend you had a little robot you could make that was basically a shop so you could sell shit to. That thing was awesome. Yep. Uh he was great, but nothing compared to Sifu. Sifu was he was my first character to go anywhere because he could swim without worrying about drowning. He could fly at a moment's notice. He could tank, he could run away, he could sneak. Yeah. Nothing, I, nothing. The druids just could do everything, basically. Not as well as everyone, but they could do everything. Yeah. 
including piss Tim off when I turn into a bear and try to tank something. Well, you know, that was Tim for you. That's easy to piss him off. At least it was easy for me to piss him off. How's that? It was easy for everybody to piss him off. Let's be fair. Well, he, he was so structured and organized that if anybody did something outside the lines, he was like, why are they doing that? Yeah. And me, I'm just like, uh, shit, it's going sideways. I can keep this still or keep this from killing that healer. Yeah. Little do I know that just meant the healer had to heal me too. But yeah. Yeah. There you go. Did there were time you? there were times I missed the World of Warcraft days, but Yeah. Then you realize how much time you spend yeah. sitting there <laughs> staring at that shit. Yeah. Did I ever yeah. tell you about uh when I got Tim to log out of WoW, walk away, unfriend me on the lurkers, and just, like, not talk to me for two months. What? Why? So, end of the Burning Crusade. Wow. That was early. You were able to, as a paladin, you could solo more. And I got my first binding mm -hmm. on my paladin in the Burning Crusade to get Thunder Fury. Mm -hmm. I did not realize that the first binding that I got was not a binding that was the other binding that Tim did not have. And you got to remember, Tim was the Lurker's guild main tank during. And, and you rolled need and got it. And no, it I, what? I soloed it oh. by myself. All, all alone, I soloed it. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I I was super excited. Well, the paladin wow. could solo it. I doubt the warrior could. Not at that time, no, because warriors didn't have healing. Yeah, and he so, was he was very much a uh, warrior tank. So I, yes, I I think druids might have been able to as well at that point because the, at the end of Burning Crusade. Uh, the dodge was ridiculous. Yeah, a bunch yeah. of a bunch of their uh, wrath of the lich king abilities got turned on. Yep. Uh, and so they were like weirdly super powered in very specific circumstances. Yes, <laughs> druids could stealth by everything and get to the bosses and fight the bosses. Paladins did it a little different. We walked in. We pulled everything in. and then just yeah. stood there and watched Jing die around you. Yeah. Well, we had to. We had to pull literally every mob between the entrance and the first binding bot. Because the damage all... is what's healing you? Yes. And yeah. because them beating on the shield is what 
proct everything. And we would just essentially just sit there and laugh while the boss killed itself against us. Like it was, uh, yeah, it was they, a they had balancing 30, issues. <laughs> it was a 30 minute long thing to kill that first boss. And I like, you know, me being me, I'm stupid excited. Like we got done raiding that night and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to thing. And, uh, I went and got the binding was super excited, linked it in lurkers guild chat. And he just like spazzed out. Why? It isn't like you took the last one. No, it was the fact that I was not there doing this with 40 other or with 39 other people when it yeah. was. Whatever. He had a to, pocket healer. He could have done it himself too. To be honest, I wasn't at that time. I wasn't soloing it yet to get the bindings. I didn't care. I wanted the fact that that was still 40 man gold. That was still like, it was like almost 700 gold that he dropped. The first mount cost what, like 80? 80, no, 40 gold for the level 40, 100 gold for the level 60. And that was hard to come by. Flying was like 1,000 gold. Fast flying was even more, 5,000. So the fact that I could go like, just do something essentially almost AFK for 30 minutes and make 700 gold. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm doing this every week. (laughs) Didn't care about the binding yet. Did you ever get thunder fury on your horde paladin? I got thunder fury on my Alliance warlock. Okay, so you got the binding, but never were able to use it. I got one binding on my Paladin. I got the other binding on my Death Knight after I main changed. Uh, and then in in one go, I got both bindings on my Yeah, it's just a, that's a kick in the dick. Yep, yep. But hey, my my guildies on that server were all about making sure I got my Thunder Fury. And they all knew like they were doing this so that I could get Thunder Fury when I was literally going to be quitting the You're gonna what you keep cutting out, man. I was going to quit the game within a month. Oh, they, they knew they didn't care. Because most of them had never seen the Thunder Fury storyline. Oh, so they were just there to see to watch the cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, they were like, "Oh, you need this thing, this recipe that I picked up because I'm a completion whore." Yeah, okay, sure. I think the only cutscene, the only uh, time in WoW that that stuff annoyed me was uh, the when the Forsaken attack 
uh, the Lich King in Northrin. That whole cutscene, and then the uh, so you have to run back to. Uh, Uh, Underworld, uh, Undercity, and fight that. that, mm, that yeah, that always annoyed me because it was just like, okay, I'm locked into this for an hour. Right. Can't do anything besides this for now. Yep. And that just, I don't know. Whatever, whatever it took a took a hold of me and had had basically had. I had no agency over what was going on. Like escort quests. Ugh. The worst. Walk faster. Slow down. <laughs> you know, whatever whatever they were doing, it was the not the thing you wanted them to do. Right. Yeah. I don't think that was unique to that game. No. But no. But every, but that was the only time that I was really upset with wow, you know it's just it just don't kidnap me because that was the thing I liked about it is like if I want to go to some zone and screw around to to try to kill a certain animal to find that unique spawn for an hour cool I'll do that. But don't say I have to do that. <laughs> right. It's funny. Uh, one of the guys at work used to play and quit about the same time that I did. And, you know, we were talking about things and, you know, the, the stuff that we did as lurkers and the stuff that we did on Terranus before that. And, uh, you know, we had never talked about like what we played, just the servers that we played on and, you know, the things that we did. Uh-huh. And, you know, we, we would talk class, but we never talked like Alliance or Horde or whatever. Oh, no. Then like, I don't know, a week or so ago, he was like, so you talk about all the time that you were a Paladin main and then which death knight like what race was your death knight i was like oh i took the one true race and he was like oh you went human and i was like no i went troll <laughs> and he like legit stopped talking turned around and walked i would argue the one true race for the death knight was forsaken it's troll no I proved that. Now, I, I I love trolls. Don't get me wrong. I, I I love that race. I love, except for the female trolls. They were just weird looking. The male trolls were like my favorite race. But uh, I don't know. My uh, undead death knight named Ecoli was pretty awesome. He was pretty cool. I give you that. And my undead priest named Salmonilla. He was pretty cool. My undead priest named Mary Shelley was pretty badass. Your undead priest, Mary Shelley, broke rules. It, yes. <laughs> yes. All the time. And the mod said, no, that's cool. Yep. 
make people look it up. Yeah. Got about that. I think, I, th- I think my favorite dumb name I ever named a character was Tartar Sauce. I had an undead fighter named Tartar Sauce for a while. I don't know why. I just thought it was funny. I just like you to always, say Tartar. <laughs> you always came up with like the most random fucking no. Dylan had the most random names. Freaking Blood Elf named Pointed Ears and and what was the? Uh, you had an undead warlock named Palpy, yeah. after Palpatine, because that's what his that's friends would like. call him. <laughs> well, no, that's what he looked like. He looked like he had like the robes on and the whatever. Um, Didn't you have Bloody Elf? Bloody Elf, Pointed Ears, Chuck Norris, Holy Trolley. Um, and 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 wasn't the the female troll you had named Camel Toe or something? No. <laughs> what? Yes. No, yes. that wasn't me. So, yes, you did. No, it, it really wasn't. Like, I, oh, I really okay. It was. I literally just never had anything named that. Um, yeah. I, I forget. Like, yeah, they all had weird names. None of them had a normal name. Um, I had Mitzi, the troll. That one. was your name, troll, yeah. Um. Don't even know. I think there was something that I had that I like I logged in, they made me change it, and it wasn't even like a it wasn't even like an offensive thing. It was just like a name. I just remember Chuck uh, Norris was, was like Chuk Norris or something, right? Yeah, w- like two yeah, C- W's. K or C K, I don't remember, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you you had the the, the names that weren't names, but I had the same thing. And then I had Vicendac that was not spelled right or not, not spelled the way anyone wanted to pronounce it. Yeah, everybody kept wanting to call you Vecendac. Yeah. Well, you, that's partially because you guys would just call me Vec. And oh, then, what are you talking about? I never did that. And then the time I called you Jew... Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, what? His name showed you. I just abbreviated it. We do it all the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that does sound bad. Never mind. Don't don't read too much into it. Yeah. Grandpa comes from a different time. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember everything. I'm trying to remember Jeff's character. No, Hanomi. Oh, uh, let's see. We had Hanomi, Madruid. What was the goblin? The goblin shaman. Oh fuck! I can't remember his name. Uh, no, uh, that was Roger. No, Roger was the Torin shaman. I race changed him. Oh. I. Th- no. No, he is not the one I race changed. I did level that shaman. I don't remember that shaman's name. But yeah, I, love, I, thought, I love that shaman as well. You you and I leveled the goblins together once we you got out of the starting zone before me, and then 
we just ran dungeons, didn't we? Yeah. We did the the looking for group, me on my female goblin warrior and you goblin shaman all the way. Yeah. Did we quest at all? No. I didn't think so. Because I would queue as tank, you would queue as healer, and then you really never because we were wearing the heirloom gear and we just had all particular we just yeah. like which is Heir, heirloom heirloom wow. gear was the best oh we my god that stuff was awesome that shit yeah i had a uh gnome priest that i did that with people would yeah. get so mad about that. why because we show up in a dungeon and Jeff or I, first thing, first words out of our mouth was just keep up, and we would just go, just straight through, nonstop, really oh, didn't stop. Not, honestly, like w depending on what level, I mean, Wailing Caverns, uh, you got uh, what was the one in? Uh, is the castle with the werewolves and shit? What the hell Shadow that? Bank Deep. That's it. Yeah. You can pretty much run through those. Oh, we did. We just fucking murdered everything. We just didn't stop. Because we That's didn't like, we didn't need to. Right. My, my favorite time of running was I think Northrend. Those 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 dungeons up there when I had my death knight and he was tanking and I would just queue up and run through those. Those were that was a fun time. I, I will if, say we were only if you ran if you ran through those quick enough, your runes would be be basically on cycle, and you could just go through the motions, and everything dies, and then you run up the steps as the runes are coming back, and you tear into the next group. Yep. If, yeah. if I am remembering correctly, and I probably not. Um. The only reason we were using looking for group is because we couldn't random queue with less than a party of five. Correct. That's right. We didn't care if they dropped. Yep. Didn't care. Just needed them to get in the door. And because you didn't want to walk to the dungeons. Pretty much. Yeah. It was faster. I I think once we hit Ogremar, we didn't leave Ogremar until we had to go to Outland. And then we were pretty much there in that first little hut town in Outland until it was time to go to Northrend. Yeah, it was, that was nutty. Well, it, at, if I remember correctly, that was a completely viable way to level at the time, wasn't it? Once that looking for group that shit came out. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. You, if you wanted, if you wanted to level a healer or a tank, that was the way to do it. Yep. Fuck it. I'm, I'm going to get to the level and I, I got people got gear right waiting for me or I know where I can get it. And I'll get through those first few dungeons and then I'm tanking it. Yeah, we we got the, the the goblins out of the starting zone. We got into Ogremore. We started queuing for dungeons. 
rage fire and we just i think we went from just out of the starting area to done with uh with classic one to 60 in like two maybe three nights it was insane yeah well, especially those early early dungeons you can get half a level three quarters a level off a of one run well it's also uh there's also no waiting when you come with the tank and a healer right yeah <laughs> yeah you're, you're you leave one and enter the next one then that's exactly how that went well Sometimes. the thing the thing that was weird about uh the looking for group thing was there was a lot of alliance dungeons that i had never been in before yeah and you got cued into these things what's the one it isn't wailing caverns but it also has like waterfalls and and you fight a big rock troll thing at the end no Murgon? no is it no no Murgons. you fight you fight the uh uh, like robot at the end robot yeah. thing at the end no you fight like a big it's it looks like one of those uh tribal fertility uh goddesses the like big round body with a big boob but she was made of rocks and shit yeah that was it was and also you put in her the like barrens. on a pedestal yes yeah. it was in the barrens i'd never done that before ever until i was doing looking for group yeah because it was at a weird uh spot like it like was you, also you easily skipped it to go to the next zone right yeah look looking for group brought like a breath of fresh air into running dungeons yes it did yeah i i i i do miss that but now like you can queue up a dungeon and like levels now because everything scales and i'm like i don't know if they also did a item squish and level squish and all kinds of stuff and I'm like, yeah it's that's not the game i remember i'm good yeah well i just remember like rage fire cavern was a lot longer than you remember <laughs> once you it get was. in there yeah, because that you get through that main that first area, and then if you take the go left around there and clear out those mobs, which you don't have to, but I think there's one quest that you have to go to the end to collect yep. something. But that center cog wheel of a place that you have to take those groups of mobs down. I just remember idiots pulling mobs from the side groups and. You know, you go in there and you're on level and no one's got anything and people are doing stupid shit because they have been there a hundred times and don't respect it. But hey, you're only level six, fucker. Indeed. Indeed. Twelve or thirteen or whatever you had to be to be in there. You know, the other uh the other fun thing about LFG was it gave something to do for uh the, the twink characters when you were bored with running dungeons. You just or when you were bored with running battlegrounds, you 
Yeah. You go in there and take your PvP stuff to to task. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nostalgia. It'll kill yeah. you. It will indeed. Yeah, I think that oh. does it for the week. Uh, does it? it? Good enough. Yeah. Uh, we're up to last week. So we're up like an hour fifty. So I think we're good. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Okay.